Oh, dude, my recording is coming in kind of loud. Sorry. That's cool. That's cool. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm like uh, very, very happy that the 69th episode has been released for Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. It's a monumental and 69th episode of them all in Talon14.com. So I have to check it out here in nice. Talon14.com. <laughs> nice. How was it? What did, uh, who, was your, who was your guest for the 69th? Uh Ironically, there were four guests. Um, three of the four guests were already in a former guesting spots in Jobber Talk. Okay. Because it's local wrestling. The fourth one was one of their newest members, so that's kind of cool. So, yeah, we got a new guest. Uh, but it's also some old voices we've heard in Chow14.com in the past two years. So, it's kind of cool. And it's kind of nice to catch up with them. Because, you know... Uh, the last time I interviewed them for Jobber Talk, uh, I went to one of their offices in Rockwell Drive. Uh, one of them works there. Okay. And then the other guest lives in Bel Air. So I also went there to his place just to record that and an April Fool's episode segment where he was in too. Oh, man. I, God I, damn, I, I miss Rockwell now. <laughs> <laughs> damn it. So... Uh, um, what's it? You, you were mentioning before we started recording that you're going to be um, guesting on a podcast this week or next week. What? I know. Uh, depends on where that. when it's going to be released. Um, it is a podcast or a video series that my friend's doing. His name is Yanks. Okay. AKA, we call him the mayor of Yankstown. Okay. Uh, it's a show called. One on one with the brutal one. And it's starring him, of course, and two of his stuffed toys. Um, what is this? Like a, like um, a local wrestling sort of thing or? Oh uh, no, he, he's a, f- a wrestling fan, but he is quite the character and we love him for that. Mm. So I think it, it's like, uh, how do you say this? It's like someone who's owning up or playing up to the meme that happened to them. I don't know if that's... Is that how you call it? Like, say... Uh, 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 man, this is hard to talk about. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey being Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> is that a good correlation to this? I don't know. Maybe it's a wrong terminology. Why would it, I, I don't know the guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gil- Gilbert Godfrey, this kind of voice! No, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, like... I, I know Gilbert oh, you Godfrey, don't know the mayor. But I don't know the mayor. Yeah. So. Holy shit, you should listen to my Jabber Talk episodes featuring the mayor. I'm going to link you after this. My God, this is so fun. This is going to be a fun episode. I'm going to link to that episode where he was ranting on and in between I had to cut it off with a commercial because it lasted for three minutes in the recording. And I have three minutes of him ranting about <laughs> going in the or something was that on we the... were just gonna talk about the wrestling episode it's on jobber talk it was all of that in the episode or do i have to censor this out we could put that on this episode don't have to censor it out it actually happened all right in the episode that i had to censor out and put a commercial break <laughs> so we can go back in topic 
Yeah, so uh, this uh, is not this is not libel, right? <laughs> this is this is talking about editing things. <laughs> so, Man, and I, and again, I said I love this guy. So hell yeah, I'm I'm excited to be a guest. I just hope I am well fed, well slept, so I have at least six to seven hours of sleep after this. I don't know. I hope I do. <laughs> Wait, so when does this come out? Like. Um, you're recording. You're going to be recording this in like six hours, seven hours from now. Um, I think in eight to nine hours. So that's eight p.m. Manila time. Okay. Um, it's going to be a Sunday night. Uh, usually he delivers the episodes on a Saturday or Sunday. Okay, so this is going to so, be coming out before. Or, so so this Bodega Nights episode is going to be coming out before uh, you, you show up on his YouTube channel. Is I that, hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, because we're not so going to be like, able to link anything here. We're not going to be able to link to your episodes specifically. So, I don't know. doesn't have to. Um, I, I think we can use some producer magic and link it somewhere when it's out. Oh, yeah, I mean, obviously. I, I think there's more than one person who can handle the channel14.com account. So, yeah. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> now, we should set up... We're uh, not going to set- Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just, again, excited and scared because I don't know how to be a guest. I mean, I've been a guest, uh-huh. but it's reviewing a wrestling show. I've been a guest somewhere in Kubao, but that episode never dropped. Uh, we were in Kubao Expo area. It was a weird studio place. Uh, it's a rental studio where they usually have people record their songs, like bands and stuff. Mm, one of those, yeah. So it felt weird that he had to rent a place there just to record a podcast featuring me, which never came out. I don't know why. Maybe because our views are too... It's like Bodega Nights on steroids. Like, imagine, I think part of that episode, I was going full John because we were talking about Captain Marvel. Mm, Okay, yeah, one of those. If you know what I mean... <laughs> uh, yeah, one of those. Okay. If you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because I actually there. defend. Yeah, I actually defended the actress on that. I'm like, well, that statement is kind of true. If you check out the backgrounds of the authors or the writers, that's true. However, it's like that person being a you know about it. That's it. That's all I can say. That's all. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, speaking of things, um, so aside from the guesting, uh, aside from stuff, uh, if you noticed, I linked something to our other group chat. Uh, it's, uh, it's also a Google link. Uh, I don't think they're listening to this right now, except one of them. So shout out to Rafi and good job for doing the initiative of doing an audio version of Excess Anonymous, a, uh, project that our friend Doc Joem has been doing for a few years back. Like it has a yeah. website. Yeah, man. X is anonymous is pretty cool. And they're, they're pretty much doing like, I'm going to call it an audio book version, right? Yeah. It's like audible.com. <laughs> Sponsor, like us audible. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Audible.com. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> so yeah, uh, they have that. Uh, so the first season, the entries, they have those test audio clips. Um, we won't link that here, of course, because come on, guys. 
Yeah. We won't link it until it's released. Uh, but I have listened to at least one or two of them, and I might say, damn, I, I feel jealous. Uh, I try, you know, we talked about this, like maybe outside of recording an episode or two of Bodega Nights that, hey, maybe if we have more free time, let's try to do this due to quarantine. And like, yeah, cool. And then, you know, the road to 69 episodes hit me. And like, <laughs> man, I have to do audio uh, editing. I have to do this and that. So a lot of things fell to the wayside, like editing for podcasts, um, you know, doing that, uploading it to our site. And of course, you know, my work here in this country of South America. Yeah. So that also has to take precedence. Uh, it, this is the only Saturday I felt like no one actually legitimately called me like more than one hour. Mm. So like I had a call for 30 minutes on a Saturday or uh, an email or whatever. Right. But no, just a call for 20 minutes. That's it about work. And then just this afternoon, I went with my work mate to go to a store to double check uh, for supplies for, you know, a protection like masks or face shields. Oh, okay. Protection. But it's not, protection. I see. It's not as, you know, a facial <laughs> protection, you know. Um, it's weird because there's not much disposable masks here. They have mostly clothed masks, the, you know, cloth. Ma- it's weird. The fabric feels like it's a t-shirt. The one they're selling. Oh. There are certain fabrics that feels like it's a legit mask, but it's not the filtered ones. Is this one like the surgical ones? No, but it's for sale. Like, okay. So is this going to protect us or is this a fashion statement? <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm happy that you're providing masks, but is it going to help us? Or is this going to make us look cool? Well, ideally, it's both, right? Ideally, you both look cool and, you know. Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) I mean, it's not helping me feel at ease when (laughs) I was checking the prices. Like, really? For 10 of these, it has to be 25 or 30 reais. And then I go to a... Another store that sells the same units, 10, for a bit cheaper price. And I, well, dear huh. God, it's the same product. Oh, well, yeah. I mean. I'll just go here. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to, you know, go a bit farther. I'll just go here then next week. It's the same thing. Like, do you have that in Cebu? Like, like okay, there's this one store that sells the masks. Well, it looks expensive. And then you go to another store. Oh, thank God I didn't buy that mask because... It's cheaper here. The same thing. <laughs> same um, damn thing. Do we? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we do. Right? Like, it's, Wait, it's, how, uh, it's a thing. Hold on. Zhao, how is Cebu? Because there's a lot of misleading social media posts about army and military being stationed there now. Well, they're everywhere. Oh, that's but, real. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah, sort of, sort of. You know, it's, it's not like... It's not as... Um, how do you call it? It's it's not as widespread, right? But it's still sort of unnerving, or if if that's the the okay. right term for it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> okay then. But how freely can you go around and about outside your house? Oh, not at all. Compared a few months back, <laughs> barely. Is it better or worse? <laughs> it's worse. It's worse. Does it? <laughs> so it's worse than the March two thousand twenty version of ECQ. Oh yeah, we were pretty we were pretty chill back in back in March. Um 
yeah, I will say that it's gotten a bit worse now. You know, that's something that really like frustrates me about Cebu because we started out so well, right? And yeah. then it all just sort of fell apart somewhere, you know. Where did it went wrong though? Like I, for you? I really have no idea. Okay, I it just we, really we, just happened. I think we tested too much too early. We didn't keep up with the rest of the earth. Uh, oh. We didn't we we weren't as slow as the rest of the country. I think that's part of it. <laughs> okay, 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 I guess. Yes. Right? Like but, I don't know. But if it means that, you know, maybe this is second wave. At least you're in the second wave. I don't know if NCR is in the second wave. It still it still still seems like it's the first one. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody right? knows so, what waves mean anymore. Nobody and, knows. Yeah. Like nobody like, knows what anything know, means anymore in this world. <laughs> the only wave I know is wave eighty nine point one, baby. So watch <laughs> out this coming Saturday, nice. channel fourteen dot com, episode seventy. Stan C of Wave eighty nine point one is our guest on Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index. Sorry, I, I got to practice for the guesting of the mayor of my of the mayor show. Man. Again, I really like the way that um, once it has evolved, that uh, Third World Gaming featuring Critical Index has evolved. It's become. I know. uh, It's become a really good show. I feel bad because I I went to the stream of Greg X and Day, and I've yet to invite Day Lee for Third World Gaming because you do want him to be a guest, right? For Hearthstone. I didn't even ask him if he actually casts Hearthstone. Oh wait, or was it someone else not daily? <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. I knew I should have asked him online. <laughs> hey Day, are you casting Hearthstone? John wants to guest with you. <laughs> oh man. I don't and, know. You know, uh, oh wait, no, it's G A D. G A D there there we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Why did they rhyme so much? Why did they rhyme? <laughs> huh. Man. But speaking of Hearthstone, I gotta ask you, uh, what got you into that game? I know this is not third world gaming, but yeah, what I see you and the and your girlfriend play that sometimes when I hang out with you guys. Yeah, dude. Um I I'm a I'm a bit of a Blizzard fanboy. Like <laughs> you know. Okay. Like by Blizzard games were kind of my jam growing up, so you know when when they released Hearthstone, it it just seemed it just seemed like the thing to do. <laughs> okay, good, that's good. Now, when but is it like Magic the Gathering kind of thing, or is it more of a Pokemon uh, Pokemon yeah. trading card game you know, kind of thing? It's a uh, I, I'd say it's a lot simpler than Magic the Gathering, right? At least in terms of mechanics. So, you know, okay. that's, um, in terms of mechanics, it's a little bit simpler, but it's, uh, it's still got a lot of depth to it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Kind of, kind of. And speaking of which, because I know in the past episodes of not only Bodega Nights, but also in Third World Linux, you and AG would usually talk in the off-tangent segment that you guys would watch certain streams, and certain streams I remember you guys were talking about would be StarCraft 2. Mm. Well, not only StarCraft 2. The the I think also Dota. That was AG, man. Dota was was AG, yeah. AG Um, watched a lot of Dota. Um, me not so much. It really wasn't. It really isn't my game. 
Okay. You know, and speaking of streams, of uh, them, does that mean you also watch Hearthstone streams? And that's what you mentioned. Why you mentioned uh, this Hearthstone caster? Yeah, yeah. I watch a lot of Hearthstone okay. streams. Okay. So uh, aside from uh, this, uh, the JD, who else is the Hearthstone casters you remember you watch sometimes casting these well, there aren't these live stream of a card games. Well, there see there really aren't too many of them, right? Like, okay, so you know, you would know the names um, then, you more or less. But like, I'm kind of blanking on them now. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> uh, uh, like subtle, okay, because subtle the you, dude with blue hair and all of that. It's yeah. Okay, any Filipinos? Because I have had a guest that casts. Yeah. But, like, I, I will that say that... Um, I don't know. Huh. Wait, sorry if, I'm, sorry if I'm kind of distracted. If, if I seem kind of distracted, I'm trying something out with... Uh, trying something out okay. with... What do you call it? Uh, shoot, what's the name of this program? With OBS. I'm trying something out with OBS. OBS. What's this OBS? Is this the one that has two camera angle thing that you did before? Sort of, yeah. I remember that. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh. man, how 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 is this going to work? How does this work? Because I I want to I want to do like a I want to do like a video version of this. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, okay. Can you turn on your video? I'm kind of camera shy. All right, sorry. No. All right, it's not all right. No. Sorry, sorry about Re- that, dude. Remember, I want to make sure our ping is okay. That's why we're turning on our video off our video, right? Yeah. <laughs> Remember, third world internet meets another third world internet. It doesn't have a good ending. When third world internets meet, yes, when third world internets collide. <laughs> That's like oh that God, Power Man 5000 song. Yes, that was part of SmackDown vs. Raw huh. soundtrack. <laughs> That's what, Yeah, they, they used that, Worlds Collide, because it's Raw vs. SmackDown. And it was in the music video featuring John Cena and a young Randy Orton. When huh. John Cena was still in SmackDown and Orton was still in Raw. So, yeah. That was... God, that was almost 15 years ago. Holy shit, that's what? 16 years ago. It's 16 years ago. Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was released 2004, man. Huh. Holy we old, dude. We old. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, 2004, you were just first year high school, and I was entering college, college. the best time of my high school life. Wait, 2004? Yeah. That was my first year of college. Yeah, dude. you were. Oh, yeah, your first year of. I mean, sorry. Yeah. And it was in my third year of high school. My third year of high school. God. The best half of high school for me. When you know that you're leaving the hell out of your high school. (laughs) 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 You're just gonna try to do anything to enjoy. Now that last year, that that last year of high school is amazing. Like when you, I know. When, um, when senioritis starts kicking in, that's the best. Oh man, I, I remember like after finishing all the uh, entrance exams, I took. It was true. Most of Augusti, most of my high school or like grade school, high school people would go to La Salle or Ateneo. So obviously, my choice would have been anyway, even though I passed all three of them. 
four huh. of them if you count CSB. I never took UP. Did you try taking UP? Nope. I missed the deadline. Me neither. Oh, I, I just didn't care. All right. Sorry. Yeah, like, no, like I, I missed the, the deadline. The, the campus area and the area itself, which made me say no to Ateneo as well because of traffic, really, yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> but what could have been if I took that and passed and took it anyway? Because I would go there in the fr- actually like two years ago, like 2018, when we were covering MWF, they were holding their their shows in UP Bahinang Alumni. Oh, I, I really that like that. Um, cool. I really like that place. Bahinang uh, Alumni, right? Yeah, yeah. They have, they have yeah, a really I, good restaurant I, there. <laughs> wait, there's a restaurant there? Huh? I, I didn't notice there was a restaurant there. Yeah. It was just, they have a, it was just a venue for wrestling for me. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, they, uh, they, have, they have like a restaurant that has really good, that, that has like a really good fish fillet. I'm not sure if it's still around. Oh, man. I can't remember, okay. I I I can't remember I what it's called either, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's gone because uh, I didn't notice. I mean, like, it should be just, you know, near that place then, if it was there. It's, um, it's, it's off to the side though. Like, it's not, um. Oh! Like, not it's not inside. Yeah, it's not inside. Although, uh, for dinner, yeah. they, there's like a second floor, right? And I think, like, yeah, there's for, a second for, floor. For dinner, they, they open up the second floor or something. The second floor, they use it for their tech booth. Right. If you're talking about Bainang Alumni itself. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a God tech damn. booth there, but there's also like, I, I think the restaurant is there. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I miss going to UP, but I do not miss going and leaving UP on a Saturday night. Hmm. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I really like the campus, but I, I really couldn't. Yeah. I really couldn't do the whole day in, day out in, Same um, here. in UP. Except, like, if I lived, in, you know, in, in that area. But, me too. You know. Like, we live, you live in Swanky, like, or like across before. I live in. Yeah. So, obviously. So. If I had the power to choose, and I did, thank God, I chose. Right. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty good school, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was there. You were there. Our group met. This website happened. You guys were yeah. broken and unemployed one day in 2013. Established this. Three years later, I joined up 2016. And now 2020, we're, we're kind of hanging out unemployed. here on a Saturday night. <laughs> we're bored, semi-broke, yet employed. Yeah, we're just uh, we're just bored and broke now. <laughs> yeah, bored and broke. Except like, maybe Norm, more maybe that guy's rich. <laughs> oh man, he he he's like stacked right now. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And Biko, man, those guys are those guys are uh, those oh, guys man. are baller. Because yeah. they're balling. Yeah, sadly he can't make it either because I think he's always busy until eleven or twelve on Sundays in the afternoon. I don't know. Yeah. Thing is, but yeah, uh, next week, next week. What's <laughs> it like, Norm? Uh, Omiko is usually like not available on Sunday morning, um, yeah, but Sunday nights, yeah. Miko is available on Sunday nights. Norm, well, it's kind of 50 50. So, um, to anybody listening, like if you hear Miko, that means we recorded on uh, Sunday night Manila time, which is Sunday morning in Brazil. Right? 
Yeah, that's why I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I actually like it. Uh, but, um... Yeah, speaking of Brazil, jeez. It's just weird. Like, we're still second. And uh, I know that the numbers of positive cases are more on the south areas, like Rio or Sao Paulo. But if right. you go through density or through, like, infected cases by population, we're topping that. Yeah, yeah. Like, per 500, per 1,000, the federal district is topping that right now because our numbers are basically the numbers of the national statistic of cases positive in the philippines right now so we're also 50k if you check it out yeah uh brasilia like the city has a population density problem huh it's a lot like um, um it's a lot like parts of the philippines where not as bad as sao paulo or rio but uh we're still a bit that's, we're like the fourth or fifth most populated state. Right. Um, hmm. Because I, I remember like reading something like um, at least the city of Brasilia was designed to have like a certain number of people in it. And um, yeah. as of... Sorry. Joe? What, yeah? What's the, what's the count in the Philippines right now? I'm not sure. I think it's about 50,000. Something okay, we're 68,406 in the federal Confirmed. district. Yep, huh? Well, that sucks. That means you're testing, <laughs> uh, I guess, or not. I don't know. They're testing those with symptoms, not testing those who don't have symptoms. Yeah, um, that tends to inflate the numbers, huh? Like if you're not showing symptoms, or if, uh-huh. like if you test people that don't show symptoms. Which is which is sort of what what should be done in the first place, right? Like, if you're going to be doing effective contact tracing, you're going to have to test people without symptoms. Yeah. And it was only um, we got to. It was only earlier this month, I think, that um, that they started doing it here in the Philippines. That they started like testing people without symptoms, um, and <laughs> you know. We, we, this, this, this is this is that, that the thing that frustrates me because like Cebu started out quite well, dude. We were testing people without symptoms and trying to contact trace right at the beginning, and then you know we became a hotspot all of a sudden. So you know, and then after after we were locked down again, then the interagency task force decides that like yeah you can start testing people that don't show symptoms rest of the country like we were doing that in the beginning but i don't know that's just like that's yeah, just me happens so uh all in all it's one million eight hundred forty what you cases confirmed eight hundred forty what one million eight hundred forty thousand so so since so so we got like eight hundred thousand new positives in two weeks I guess so. So the race to two million is on, baby. Huh. That's I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's a lot that's faster than I thought. Right and, and and you're, and um and Brazil is only testing people that show symptoms. That's the that's the uh yeah, that's the uh how do you say that? That is the rumor. And uh, just this week they're reopening gyms. Huh. huh. Nice. Nice. 
Hey, thank God there's no gym nearby here. No, I mean, do you do you go to the gym? You never really struck me as a gym no. guy. So you know, no, I don't. Like if if I can remember, if I can remember from back in college, your 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 source of exercise was walking around. <laughs> like, uh huh. Walking around plus I don't know, like oh yeah, it's the college me that you met, like the leader already, like ten years ago, right? Yeah, God, I've been friends for ten years, for over ten yeah, years. Yeah, because uh, first <laughs> two years of college, I actually joined my grandma in Mega Mall for her gym sometimes during the summer breaks. Ooh, all right, yeah, but like I, I really, I, I do seem to remember that like most of the exercise that you got, and um, this was the same for me. Like a lot of the exercise that I got was just walking around yeah, because walking. you know, and I. I miss walking uh, around Ortigas area, to be honest. Very, very walkable. Very walkable. Yeah, I don't, yeah except it's Ortigas, if you know what I mean. Like, the, it's a <laughs> mega mall to, it's a, you know, Robinson's, because there's that, there's one very, very small road that has a stairway of an MRT that's like, you have to squeeze in just to pass through it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy, but like, you know, that, that, the, the bulk of the Ortigas area, like the Ortigas, uh, like business district Walk- is quite walkable. Very walkable. And even, um, sort of Shaw Boulevard, like when you cross Shaw Boulevard, like the last time I was in Manila, um, we, we hung out in, what's the name of that place? Like that green fields area. Like that, that place is also pretty walkable. So yeah, that place, but if you cross heading towards Wakwak, forget about being walkable. Oh yeah, trust me. Yeah, just 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 stop from Greenfield, and we're good. Right, like trust Edsa. me. Edsa is like a Edsa is like a brick wall, huh? Like, <laughs> Don't even talk about like uh, Shaw Boulevard Edsa heading to Ayala Edsa, because we're gonna walk past what Pasig River area. And I just walked there once because I got tired of the standstill traffic in the bus. Right. It it made me feel dizzy just walking through a bridge from the footbridge of Pasig River, that Edsa side. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe it's the salt water. Maybe it's just, you know, your your body's balance system or it's your mind saying, oh, don't. <laughs> don't lean into the right. Don't lean to the right. You might go to the water. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that was scary as hell. <laughs> what I don't oh, miss yeah. about the Philippines is com- hell is commuting. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. Um, it's, uh, I mean, yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so weird. We went, um, and, and this is something that, I've kind of thought about a little bit. No, uh, the problem with the Philippines is that we we like to pretend that we're the United States. Like a lot of our mm. a lot of our infrastructure, at least when it comes to transportation, is geared towards people that drive. Right? It's geared towards motorists. When really, like, it ought not to be the case. Right? Um, when yes, sir. When there's a lot of money that's to be thrown into infrastructure in Metro Manila, uh, given the choice between expanding the train system and making a new Skyway, um, the preference is to 
make new roads to alleviate the traffic. So, you know, that, that, that seems to be uh, one of the big problems that I see in at least Metro Manila, right? Like, um, I forgot who it was, but one of those great statesmen of the past might have been Lee Kuan Yew, but nobody, but I, I don't know. But one of the, one of the, one of the great statesmen at some point in the past said something about, um, the, the way to measure the, the success of a city is not whether or not uh, the poor can afford cars, but whether or not the rich will take public transportation. And, um, it, it, it seems like, uh, Metro Manila looked at that and said, like, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just build more roads, man. Right. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's just hard, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it's cool, I guess. Um, maybe when I come back, it's gonna be better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. And I mean, maybe, I but so. only like marginally, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. I'm just gonna experience MRT again. I'm just gonna experience bad bus again. Gonna experience, you know, sitting down there and then having a random person enter the bus selling food, and it's not the food yeah. I like. And there was a uh, what's yeah. it like one one or of some the random dumb. pastor, you know <laughs> that like the random pastor with the guitar. Yeah, random praise person. Well, that, that's pretty no. standard. That's that's pretty standard in any sort of big city. So, like, you, uh, you, you get like you get all sorts of weirdos in public transportation. Um, but like the thing that uh, the thing that that was always a, a point of pain for me, at least um, when when I was living in Manila, was um, how the train system didn't extend into Ortigas Extension, right? And um, the, like that has always been one of uh the big sort of traffic hotspots at least in the part of metro manila that um i hung out with uh, I, I hung out in like at the time you know you're you're there at 11 in the evening and the traffic is still um the traffic is still quite heavy so you know um oh yeah it would have been that tight area <laughs> It would have been quite nice. It would have been nice if um, the the train system, say, extended all the way until that Antipolo area, uh, because w- w- when we look at when we look at how cities work, right? You have your urban centers, and then around that you have like the bedrooms, right? So like um, in Cebu, you have that whole Banila Talamban area, which is sort of the bedroom of Cebu. Um, in Manila, you find bedrooms in like to the east, that sort of. Rizal Kainta area. Um, you have, uh, I feel bad for them, honestly. Like, yeah, there's, it's like a chokehold of traffic there. Yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it. Right. Um, it's like, <laughs> we don't care about you. There will be no stops in your area. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And that um, I like another, that. another sort of bedroom area of Manila is Paranaque, like that area, um, around. Oh, yeah. Like that area in in the south, right? So you have um, you have people coming in from you know the east, from the south, and um, our train system doesn't really extend all the way there. So it becomes uh, it it becomes 
tremendously inconvenient to live in the place that is the place to live when you work in Manila. And so people are going to be incentivized to buy cars, which um, increases traffic, which increases pollution. Right. So, you know, if, um, if, if, if the Philippines were able to, or at least if Manila, if Manila were able to get together to make an extensive public transportation system that works and manage to make it safe and clean, like I'm pretty sure a lot of the people that, um, a lot of the people that would have bought cars would be using them a lot less if it becomes an affordable and a viable alternative to having to take your car everywhere, right? Yeah, amen. And uh, I can finally like hang out with my friends who are at the east or in, are in Paranaque. Hey, <laughs> no, right? like, you don't um, have no more excuse to not go there, <laughs> right? Like uh, s- something that <laughs> something uh, that I agree. <laughs> I would really something that I would really like was um, when when I was in college, particularly in those earlier years, and my high school friends uh, wanted to hang out. Most of the time, we would hang out in Makati, and that was pretty cool because I could get there by um, by MRT bus. Oh yeah, uh, southbound actually is a better alternative, like from Ortigas, right? Like from Shaw, or like if you go from Boni heading to Ayala Station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better uh, because the way back home sucks more because we're going back north, and most people are coming from Ayala going up north. <laughs> yeah. So what I used to do was whenever we'd hang out in Makati, right? Like. um which was the which was the station that was farther away, Ortigas or Shaw? I think it might have been Ortigas, right? So uh, Ortigas, if you're using the one in Mega Mall, yeah. But if you're using in Shang, it's gonna be Shaw. Yeah, but then it's another ba. When you're going south, um, say say you're coming from North Avret. When you're going south, okay. the first station you hit is Ortigas, and then um, and then Shaw, or is it Shaw, Shaw. and then Ortigas? I can uh, never remember. Ortigas. Ortigas and then Shaw going to southbound. Right. So get on the train in Ortigas, go all the way to uh, Ayala. Ayala. Right. That's where we hang okay. out. When we're done yeah. with that, continue going south until you hit um, until you hit the end of the line and then just cross to the Taft, other platform. Yeah. Right. And just go to the, um, and then just go to yeah, just go to Taft, cross into the other train and then make your way back. Oh, wow, you do that before. Oh, yeah, because before, that's actually a good option. And there were still less people back in 2004 and 2006. Yeah, <laughs> right. So that was, uh, that was, that was the route to do. That was the route to, uh, to go home, right? Like if you're coming from Makati, you go to Taft first and then take the train going back towards Ortigas. Actually, I never did that in those days. Like, I joined my brother like once or twice. We came from Ayala Station MRT, like Glorieta itself, or well, SM Makati when it was still brand new, and yeah. it connects to Ayala Station. And there was not much people back in two thousand five or two thousand six, or at least the time when we were heading back home. So from there, we went there to Bonnie, and not as crowded. As it is now at those times, which is yeah. weird. I, another, I, I don't know if it means, you know, like we have enough cars, we have more cars, but at the same time, it seems like the density of Metro Manila population is like increasing because 
I, I can feel them <laughs> like every year everyone just adds more people to the MRT line I don't know why yeah I mean that's really unpopular opinion I'm I'm a big fan of the Balik Provincia program right um It's it it's you know, sucks that they're implementing it now because it's yeah I mean it's it's like a it's like a great way it's to spread timing. it's a great way to spread the virus but um the the, the big problem with the Philippines really is that there there are too many people in Manila because there's too much money in Manila Amen you know? that's true like if we can if we can start <laughs> building out some of the smaller cities around the Philippines then. Um, you can incentivize people to go back, you know. So it's 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 one of those it's one of those things where having people go back to um, the smaller cities in the Philippines could help solve the problem that is Manila, right? Because Manila is uh, bursting at the seams. I mean, you know, short of um, short of actually fixing Manila, <laughs> uh, that's a that's a pretty good option, you know. Yeah, and it's not like it hasn't been a plan in the previous administrations. I think we go as far back as GMA's administration. They've been trying to make a metro something, like a metro provinces. I don't know what happened. That's been like 12 years ago. Yeah, I mean, like that's... I hope that's really, you know... Big step forward. I mean, that's really the problem with... that, That is a huge problem with the Philippines, like... Um, how, how our population isn't spread out equitably, you know? There's quite a bit yeah, of space uh, in other parts of the country, yet we still stack people together in Manila. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, we have a current president that doesn't like Imperial Manila, but here we are. There's still a lot of people in Manila. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you know... That's I don't know, that that was um that was part of why I was a big supporter of the guy back back in the day right when there was this idea of decentralization because like to because to my mind that was exactly the thing that the country needed it just needed people to get out of Manila yeah I th- I think what we need to do which may also be unpopular is like. I don't know why I'm using myself as an example right now. I'm in a federal district. Put your central government not in the most populous of cities like a Rio or a Sao Paulo. Move yeah, it that's another state thing. Or down state. I mean, yeah, the a, only problem with that is the Philippines is an archipelago. Yeah, but you know. This is a huge chunk of land. So uh, we don't have to use airfare. We can actually take a day's road trip from here to Rio or Sao Paulo or vice versa. But in the Philippines, you got to take a boat, 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 boats, boats, boats. Yeah. Um, there was a, there was that plan in the Arroyo administration to, uh, Roro. yeah, to build out the Roro infrastructure. And that was also a really good idea because, you know, if you want to, if you want to drive from like Manila to Cebu, it shouldn't be so hard to do. But, you know, as it stands, yeah. well, it's, it's still, the the system is still kind of there, but it's not as um, it's not as built out as I think it should be. But you know, 
this is this is me being somebody from the second city of the Philippines. Shall we call? It, yeah, let's call it the second city, if we, if I may, uh, if I may take that nomenclature. Um, Don't we call it the Queen City, or that's something else? I mean, the Queen City of the South, yeah, but like you know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was scared that I might have mentioned the wrong city. <laughs> Yeah, but I, 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 I don't know, man. T- taking it from um, me being a little bit of a comedy nerd, right? The, the second city that's, uh, that's um, Chicago. I miss Cebu, man. I miss Cebu. Yeah. I miss your food. I miss hanging out with you guys. I miss, uh, God, what what's there that I miss? Oh, I you miss know, dim sum break, know, man. Cebu. <laughs> I miss the dim sum. <laughs> the beef rice. That's, the steamed rice. <laughs> It's really good, man. But like Cebu is becoming way too crowded now. So, like it's it's a it's another thing where um, uh, it'd be it'd be really cool to decongest Cebu as well. Um, you know, at okay. least Cebu City. And I, I I do know that there are like some inst- uh, that there are some municipalities like in the north of Cebu that are trying to sort of build out their infrastructure as a way to ease. Um, as a way to ease traffic in and out of Cebu, right? Um, I see. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, a couple of municipalities and cities in, in the north of Cebu uh, that are doing things like building out more commercial space. That way, people that live there, instead of going all the way to Cebu, can theoretically find work in their particular city or municipality. And um, that sort of eases the burden on uh, on Cebu City. And I think that's um, that's that's sort of what's been what they're what they're trying to do in Manila, right? Like building out that whole Laguna yeah. area. Uh, they've been trying to build it out to be honest, but God, was it affected in the ashfall like early this year? Remember there was like was it Taal? Yeah, I am not sure. Not yeah. Sure. So, like all that. Remember, before COVID, something else hit us that required us to wear face masks in the metro as well. Yeah, man. I, I remember Batangas or Ta- yeah, Taal I volcano. Think, I think it was Taal. It was Taal. Thing. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, people so, like, were like, "Oh my god, that thing is active!" Like, "Oh my god, the thing so, yeah. is so tiny." <laughs> so we may forget, like, because yeah, thanks to social media. Like everything else, like that happened after two or three months, we forget. We're like the typical internet wrestling fans now. We forget after a month that this storyline happened. Yeah. Let's just remind you guys that Ta'al happened. And we were already suffering in the first few months or weeks in, in our country way before COVID hit us hard. Yeah. So it was like one problem after another. We never recovered from that yet. And um, typhoon season is coming. Oh, my God. And typhoon season is coming. And uh, Jose Marie Chan songs are coming, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, ty- typhoon season, generally speaking, doesn't hit, like, the Visayas and Mindanao too hard, except when it does, you know? like um, It hits hard. It, it really hits hard in Luzon, right? And um, Yeah, I mean... No, also in Visayas. Remember what happened to Ormok or Leyte, like back in 2013, Haiyan? Okay, fine. With, with with the exception of like places like Tacloban, but um, yeah. 
Yeah, that huge ass earthquake that happened in Cebu the same year. Uh, I remember Paulo having motion sickness or something. Oh, like he yeah, still experiences that, aftershocks. That was, I heard uh, that in a third world gaming episode. That was insane, man. There was, there was, uh, that seven point something earthquake that uh, I think yeah. the epicenter, right? <laughs> let's, let's use the term epicenter correctly. The epicenter was around Bohol, I think, and okay. it took down like a lot, a lot of Bohol. And um, it also <laughs> took down quite a bit of Cebu, but not not as bad as yeah. it did all of the sort of um, sort of buildings of historical and cultural significance in Bohol. And then, like two weeks later, something Haiyan hits the Philippines, and we're like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" You know. But hey. <laughs> You know. Hey, it was fun because we still like. Well, you guys, you know, got to catch up online. Uh, I didn't get to catch up online. I got to listen, so I was glad you guys were okay. Yeah, <laughs> Man, it's, it's funny because you, you know we're all on Spotify now. So when you mentioned Bodega Nights on Spotify, I, I scrolled down to a whole list of the very first episodes of this show. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, what's it? That's. The, the thing with typhoons in the Philippines is they come in from the Pacific Ocean, right? And yes, sir. Um, they hit Samar and Leyte. Uh, Tacloban is particularly vulnerable. Um, the Cebuano word for cover is actually Taklob, right? Like you can... Whoa! Right? So, you know, Taklob, Takip, that sort of thing. And, um, so Tacloban means, <laughs> yeah, it's it's um it's, it's I I think I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure if this is like the actual sort of etymological um, origin of the of the name of Tacloban, but I I think it is Tacloban because it's Tacloban ang tubig, diba? Like water covers the okay. place quite quite um quite frequently, but. What what happens after it hits Samar and Leyte is uh, most of the time these typhoons will go northwest, right? Yep. So, like, very, very rarely do they come in much lower than, you know, Samar and Leyte. And, like, once they make landfall, uh, the it, it starts to it starts to weaken anyway. And then it goes north. So pretty rarely does it come in lower. And it very rarely goes south. Or it never goes south after hitting, after hitting Samar and Leyte. So in, in, in that way, um, parts of eastern Visayas, the western Visayas and like Mindanao, um, aren't as affected by, um, by typhoons. Like, here in Cebu, I can't remember a day since I've been living here where I haven't seen the sun for more than a day, you know? Like, I, I do remember that there were some points in when I was living in Manila that... Um, <laughs> there I'm were, here. Sorry, go, go on. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought you disappeared in that. Anyway, um, there, there were some points when I was living in Manila... That I do distinctly remember not seeing the sun for more than a day because it was like covered by clouds, you know. And Whoa. I don't remember, I don't remember the last time that happened in Cebu. So that's a, that's a thing. And that's what scares me because typhoon season is coming. Um, the, like COVID is more or less a 
show. And um, it could be tough. <laughs> and I, 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 hope Very, for, man. You know, I hope for the best, but, you know, hope can only take somebody so far. Yeah. But, hey, we, we got to keep hope alive, man. Like, now, who knows? Who knows? We might have a, uh, just saying, we might have a, 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 a cure soon enough, you know? Hopefully, maybe. Yeah, and and as I as I understand it, a lot of a lot of money is being thrown towards uh, towards finding a vaccine. So, you know, yeah, that's good. I mean, it's not like we have other focuses right now, right? <laughs> uh, just some um, just some leftovers from before uh, this whole COVID thing happened, man. The yeah, government, actually. the government works really slowly. That's uh, and, and that's, that's that's by wink, design, wink, right? That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's by design, right? So, like the the stuff that like like stuff uh, stuff tends to carry over. So, like once um, once this COVID thing blows over. Uh, there's going to be stuff from the COVID era that's going to start kicking in eventually because of, you know, government moving slowly. Um, like, like this, this ABS-CBN thing, man. This was an issue before COVID and it's only, it's only really happening now, you know, because government is slowed that way. Which is weird. Like, it, it's also, it's also thanks to COVID that I, I guess it got moved. I don't know. It thinks pushed through faster now. I don't know why. Don't you feel it? It's not just the Congress hearing of that media outlet. It's not just the. Uh, it's not just that bill. It's think about it. Even our even our channel right now. We got more content due to the quarantine. Yeah. Do you think work from home actually made us more productive? Oh yeah, definitely. Or made us more antsy to get the hell out of our homes, actually go out there and do our jobs faster? Oh yeah, like, de- definitely. I definitely. I saved it's so much time not having to show up at the office. Right? Think about it. It's like maybe that's a factor, ironically or unironically. Well, um, like you don't want to feel cabin fever, so you're trying to do your job a bit more, you know, if you know uh, what I mean. What's it? There is, I can't remember the, the study that was done, but so much productivity, um, so much productivity is lost because of the daily commute in Manila, right? If you look at, like, exactly. AJ's for example, he has to, oh, hell he yes. has to, <laughs> he has a, even reaching from Metro Manila, <laughs> right? He has like a two or three hour commute to work, right? And a lot of a yeah. lot of people, particularly, um, again in that problem area, in the problem areas like Paranaque and um, and sort of Cainta and Tipolo, right? There's Amen. so much. There is so much productivity that's lost in those six hours of travel time, because that's pretty much your whole working day. You you are commuting for anywhere between four to six hours, and you are at work for about eight hours, right? So seven hours if you... Oh, yeah, eight hours, right? Eight hours, excluding lunch. So um, there, there's a, there's an entire working day or the 
a bulk of a working day that's lost when you have to make those insane commutes. So, um, people are naturally more productive because assuming that, like me, man, if I take my eight hour work day and I work for eight hours, which, you know, I, I do on weekdays, um, my daily commute is around two hours, maybe. Because, like, I live fairly close to the school. But, you know, with those two or three extra hours that I get, um, well, I get to do things like actually catch up on doing the laundry. And uh, I get to do stuff like edit Bodega Nights. And it has been coming out fairly, uh, fairly regularly. So. Amen. A lot of I know what you mean. Like, it's pretty good, man. Um, for me, I got to actually do. I have more weekends to myself now, because we don't have to catch up on work on the weekends. Yeah. For now, for <laughs> I don't know in two weeks. <laughs> so I'm just. So I don't know what to say, how to say this in English. But sinusulit ko lang talaga itong weekend dato. That's going next week. Yeah, man. Making the you most know, out of the time that you have. So, like, this weekend, I'm yeah. glad about this episode. I'm glad about the 69th episode and the next two episodes that are coming out. So, like, next week and the week after. I have no idea what's going to happen in the next three episodes. But, hey, if COVID hits me or whatever happens, hey, at least I can say, I got to catch up with you. I got to catch up with my friends and other shows. You know, that's At least that happened already. I'll be happy to... Whatever. It sounds grim. I'm Big sorry. Question, but, though. Um, yeah. Now that, like, you guys are uh, relaxing, right? Now that you guys are relaxing your um, restrictions in Brazil, is it going to be easier for you to get a goat head? 